Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Welcome back, Bombshell, to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where fempreneurs come so that they can learn how to be more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident in their business and their life. Thank you so much for coming and listening in. I know your time is extremely limited and valuable, and it means everything in the world to me that you are slowing down to come hang out with me and my special guest today, Mr. Anthony Tran, for episode episode number 15, where we're going to be talking about websites and preparing to work with a web designer. Welcome, Anthony Tran, one of my friends. I love him so much. Thanks for being on the show. Oh my goodness, Amber. I'm so happy to be here and to be number 15 on your podcast. This is like totally unreal. Yes. Because I interviewed you on my show and I told you from the get-go, like, you'd be an awesome podcaster (laughs) and here you are and everyone gets to benefit from all the awesomeness of Amber. Well, I have to say, so we are in the month of gratitude. So that's the, that's kind of the theme for these series of interviews. I have never done interviews before. And I just thought, um, you know, I, I want to bring people in on this um, gratitude series who played a major role in me getting to this whole um, bombshell space that I, that I ended up in. And you, to your point, you pushed me. First, he had me as a guest on his show. Behind the scenes, he was saying, you should be podcasting, you should be podcasting. And then I kind of hemmed and hawed about it. And then he um, actually invited me back on his show, only I interviewed him. And we had, that was so much fun. That was it was. Great. It was. And I was like, and I was like, dude, Amber, you're a total natural. You should totally do this. <laughs> and so I waited some more. I did launch um, the Bombshell Business Bootcamp and did live events and, and the online self-study version and all that good stuff. But then um, I put it on my 2016 list like this was going to happen. And so I believe if my notes are correct, the way that I have you, I was your, very, I was your third interview on your show. And by happenstance, you're the third interview on my show. So I think there's some luck there. What do you think? Oh, no, I think uh, the universe is putting us all together, right? I love it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let me tell you a little bit about Anthony. So, you know, um, besides the fact that I'm just a huge fan of his um, as a friend and more, um, Anthony is Anthony Tran is a digital marketing coach and the co-founder of MarketingAccessPass.com, a web design company that offers solutions for busy entrepreneurs who want to build a website that converts visitors into subscribers. So, like people will actually get on your email list so you can sell to them. Otherwise, you just have an online brochure, right? So he's been featured in the Huffington Post, um, Entrepreneur Podcast Movement. And and he's being humble because I mean he's he's been everywhere and, and done everything. And my relationship with Anthony, and then we'll start talking to you since you're the guest, <laughs> um, is we were in a mastermind together. We continue to connect in um, a, a smaller mastermind that we've we've kind of formed. Um, it's very casual, um, but the. The reason why I have Anthony on the show is because Beyond pushed me to podcast. When I got to the point with my website where I was just like, I'm just not feeling it. I mean, it was professional. It looked fine. It operated, but it just wasn't what I wanted. And I didn't know how to communicate 
what it was that I wanted. And I've, I've been in a creative director role for a large part of my career. So, um, in our pre-conversation, I was telling Anthony, you know, I just, I trust him so much and I trust his opinion and he's an amazing teacher. And so I went to him and said, okay, I want you to handle my website. And so I love my website. You should go to it, amberhurdle.com. I love my website and, and it works and it does convert and it does all the things that I need it to do. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud to show it. And that's all because of Anthony. And we'll get into the story of where I had a little resistance, um, but let's just let's just jump in. Let's tell us about you, like Anthony Tran, the man. Not necessarily uh, your business. <laughs> <laughs> well, myself. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess for me, like a uh, quick background. Uh, I was prior military. I was in the Air Force. Uh, worked in the corporate world. Uh, found the entrepreneur bug and started my own business, which was a podcast at first. It was Marketing Access Pass was a podcast. And then evolved into a web design business because I just had so many people reach out to me asking me help about their website. Um, and it just, yeah, I, I guess I just listened to my audience. And uh, uh, my wife and I both work on the web design business. She's actually, I would say she's a better web designer than me now too. So <laughs> I can't take all credit for that. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been fun. You know, like uh, I've, like, like you said in the intro, I've known you for gosh, how many years now? Like three or four years, and it's been awesome to support you and help you in every way. And it's just great to see your growing community and your business growing. So, um, yeah, we can dive into any topic that you would like, or your audience would listen to, uh, would like to listen to, and uh, I would love to help out in any way. Well, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about your web design business because one thing when I um, and working with women, like I've, I've got two that I'm working with right now and their website does not represent their personality, their depth and breadth of experience, um, their level of clientele. You know, I, I work a lot with women who have a, have a higher end clientele. And so you go to their websites and it's like, whoa, that, that doesn't say anything about you <laughs> at all. And so, or it, maybe they're fine, but they don't, um, it, it just doesn't give them a fair, it, you know, if you met them in person, if you saw what they really were and who they really were and what they really did, you'd be like, oh, I wouldn't have got that from their website. So um, with that in mind, tell us, like, what's the what's the biggest struggle that people come to you? Because they when they come to me as a coach, they really are, they know nothing about websites. And so having a you is great because then I could just turn them over to you and know that you're going to take care of them. But but once those people come to you, whether they're from a coach or somebody who's attracted to your website, what's going on with them? Like what's what are they struggling with? Well, I think when people first come to to us, they originally think it's the technology that they struggle with. Like I just don't know how to put up a website. I don't know how to, you know, link it up to my email autoresponder. I don't know how to set up my hosting. Like it's all the technology stuff. But what I help educate them in is we can handle the technology. Like that's what you're hiring us for. But what we need from them um, to make them, like you said, represent who they are, position themselves as the expert as they as they are in real per- in real life, but how do they push that into the online space and on the website? So the main thing that I would say people need to focus on, and this works really perfect with you, Amber, is the mental clarity of what their business is and who they are and what 
what how they're helping people, right? So um, before I even start on any web design project, I go through a, a series of questionnaires, and I also do a phone consultation because I really want to understand what is it their what is their business about. Um, and the three main questions that I always want people to have very absolute clarity in what you know what they do is a who do they serve you know who's their target market who are they trying to help um, what do they specialize in and how can they help that person with whatever particular problem there is and if they can answer those three questions you know who what and how um, the website part evolves from that. Because I, you know, people think that I build websites based off of, you know, you, you design first and you put in the content later. It's actually the reverse. When we get the content, we read the content and we try to understand what they're, what they're trying to say. And then we build the design and use images and graphics and videos to better tell the story, so to speak. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's super important to have that clarity as far as what you're trying to accomplish and what, who you're trying to serve um, before we even get into all the design stuff, because if you know, I've worked with people who didn't have that clarity, and it, it's str- it's a struggle because they're con- in a constant mode of changing their mind, like oh, I you know I want to go in this direction, I go in this direction, and so we can't ever complete the project because they're in this constant, you know, change. Yeah. Well, and you, you I want to tag on two things there first. You can work with web designers who are all about the technology and the words and the pictures are like an afterthought. And you do not want to work with this type of people because you're not going to get the the end product that you're dreaming of and, and you're not going to have that warm, or even it doesn't even have to be a warm connection, but whatever type of connection you need with your audience, you will not get if you build it on a framework of technology. So you said that's how it's done. That's how you do it and it's the right way. But that, <laughs> this is why I love Anthony so much. And the second thing is you are, and I've said this to you a gajillion times, but you are a very masculine male, former military, which thank you for your service again. Um, but you have such an intuition that that a lot of men don't have. And so that was a big, big reason why um, when I got to the, the point of like, okay, I've got to redo my website, it, it just wasn't even a question because I knew that, first of all, you, you, knew, you knew me. Um, but you didn't just know me because we were friends. You just see things at a different level. So tell me about how you uh, apply that intuition when when somebody comes to you and maybe they're not as clear because you know it's it's hard. You could do it for other people, but when it's you, it's it's a lot harder to get clear on how you want to present a multifaceted personality into one single persona that you can sell. So how do you? What what are your secret superpowers? <laughs> secret superpowers. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I thank you. I I, I think I just look at people. Um, you know, like I, I try to look at people not only from face value, but have a deeper connection as who they are. Um, especially because I'm built when I'm building personal brand websites like like your, your amberhurdle.com. I really want to portray the personality of the person, um, and a lot of times personal brands struggle with this because 
they have multiple personalities, you know, who they are as a business person and who they are with their family and who they are with their friends. It may be three different personalities. And how do you, you know, people were like, well, I, yes, I am this way with business, but I don't want to be too business like. I wanted to show people the, the real me, the, the emotional side or the, you know, more open ended. So I think one of the things that, really helped me when I was working with your project was you took a lot of these really professional but vulnerable pictures of, of you and your family. And yes, there's this business side of Amber, but there's this whole other dynamic aspect of her life, which is she's a mother, she's a wife, um, and you have this great you know family life. And I wanted to bring that out too. Like because at the end of the day, people want to work with people that they can connect with, that they feel that they're that the people are real, and I wanted to show that in your website. So I wanted to portray the pictures. Of course, I have your professional headshots, but then there's pictures with you having dinner with your family. There's pictures of you sitting by the the campfire, and it just or you you hiking or you're doing these adventurous things. And I and I felt like if I can display that, people get this they naturally get this picture of who Amber Hurdle is. Um, and so when I go and building a website, I want to be able to capture all of that as much as possible. So, you know, I'll definitely ask them if they can share with me what their hobbies are, what their, um, what are their interests? What do they do for fun? What, you know, what are you outside of business? You know, we'll get to the business stuff, but to the meat and core, like who is this person? So um, by, by like I said, by asking questions, by 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 just talking, um, I try to be able to pull some of that stuff out, um, you know, at, and and display that onto their website. Yeah, but but then so you you do an amazing job with personal brands. I mean, if you go to marketingaccesspass.com, you can see the the various websites that they've built. Um, and but then when we were working on Rosalie, which is a high end restaurant in. Inlet Beach, which is like the the 30A um, Walton Beach, really, really high-end area of um, Florida between like Destin and Panama City Beach. Um, we did a lot of the branding work ahead of time. And then when I passed the baton off to you, um, here you're dealing with, first you're dealing with a chef because that's what draws people, right? Is that Kevin is, Kevin Corman is a um a well-known chef in the area. He's a celebrated chef. And uh, and then you're dealing with the dynamic that Kevin and Angie really wanted this to be a high-end experience, but the name alone is a combination of their two daughters' names. And they wanted people to be able to bring their kids to this restaurant. They wanted it to be approachable, but still nice. I mean, there were a lot of things going on with um, who they were trying to attract to this restaurant and why and what they wanted to be about. And even though it wasn't a personal brand, you put that website up, and with what? Within two weeks, it was nominated as best website in the 30A or the Walton County Beach areas. Tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, that was a fun project. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of dynamics with that one, right? Yeah. You have a, a restaurant, you have a chef, you have a family. Um, and that was one of the neat things about working with the Rosalie Dining Project was they served high-end, like really, you know, he's a professional chef. So he went to like culinary school and he was professionally trained. And so his dishes were like the kind where you see where it's like 
it's in this nice plate and it's perfectly like displayed like a piece of artwork. And we really wanted to showcase that front and center because that that was what makes him his restaurant so unique was his his cuisine and how he displays it. But what makes their restaurant different is they wanted the high-end food and the experience, but they wanted to make it family-friendly because, of course, they had a family of themselves. And all and the they vacationers. Wanted, yeah, the vacationers. And they didn't want it to be like super stuffy where people were coming in in you know, suits and dress. I mean, you could if you wanted to, but it was more casual dining experience uh, with high-end food. So it was like, okay, so how do I make this high-end but friendly and comfortable for family? So we, you know, we, we looked at making the food the front and center. We wanted to make sure it was very clean and simple, which gave that high-end experience. So a lot of white spaces, um, really focused on the food, not a, like over-cluttered with words or, or other things that would be distractions to it. Um, but then in the, you know, the about page was really all about them and the family and their story of how you know, they got to building the restaurant that they have today. And so be able to tell that story, which was a lot of fun um, and showing their their pictures of their family, you know, opens up that vulnerability. Like, hey, you know, welcome to us. This is our family home. This is our home business. Uh, or not home business, but our family business. And we're welcome your family too. Mm-hmm. Um, so by just, you know, by using photos and, and just using simple, clean lines and you know, knowing what we need to focus on, I think that was huge. So yeah, A was, you know, kind of like what we talked about before, you know, who they serving. So we knew that we were serving the Florida area, which was high end, but casual. So we wanted to give it that elegant look and clean look, but also make it family friendly. So knowing the fact that who their target audience was families um, and how they, how they support those families is those nice, fine cuisine. So yeah, I mean, just a combination of those things and knowing those three answers to those three critical questions. I mean, we were able to put that all together. So yeah, I mean, I was just, uh, we were very happy to hear that they were nominated for the uh, you know best website in the area and, and their business is doing really well. I mean, I think I had a, what they had, they had um They were on like Chef Emerald's TV Oh yeah, show. Emerald. Emma yeah. Lagasse. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. So yeah, they're doing really well. And they have some exciting things coming up for 2017, which I'm uncertain are public yet or not. But it, they're they're pretty mind blowing things. So yeah, that was that was huge. And I know um, Chef Kevin has always been, um, even when he was at Alley's Beach, he was very con- um, into and proud of the the whole story. So the story of where did this food come from? What's the story of the farmer or the fisherman? And then where did this um, recipe come from? And how did it come to be? And why do I enjoy serving it to you? And so they wanted people to be a part of the story. And you did that beautifully with that website. So super cool. Um, good segue too, because we've talked about the three questions that people need to be able to answer before they start working with you. But what other action steps should somebody take when they're trying to decide, or maybe I should say it this way, what other action steps could someone take before they even get started working with a website designer so they can have their ducks more in a row? Yes, so um, I would definitely say if they can have their content. So, you know, some of the most critical pages on your site are like your homepage, your about page. And then if you have additional stuff, like if you're 
providing services or if you're a coach, um, you know, you want to have those main pages at least written some kind of content. You can always change the content later, but you need to have something to start with. I mean, I've I've had worked with some people where they're like, hey, you know, can you just put, you know, dummy content? You know, dummy content is like, a, they call them lorem ipsum for yeah. web designers. Is It's just filler content that just looks like a bunch of gibberish, but you can change the words later. But yeah, you could do it that way. But like I said, you know, as if you're working with a designer who wants to be able to pull that story out from your content, you need to be able to provide them the content first so that they could figure out what you're trying to say and, and help pull that all together. Um, so yeah, definitely have the content. Um, if you can have professional photos, that really helps because we're in such a visual media these days that having professional photos um, can really help people connect with you. And you know, Amber's done a great job with that. So you know, I'm not only just having interviewing Jessica McIntosh, who who's my photographer, so she's she's in this month of gratitude as well. So we can kind of get behind the scenes on that. Yeah. So. Yeah, having a professional photographer really helps. So, like, if you can take professional headshots, um, but take different types of photos, so full body shots, and not just you looking at the camera, but maybe you looking to the right or looking to the left, or kind of more you know, of spending an editorial time. type. Yeah, you know, like some um, some candid shots. You know, you being just hanging out with your family or doing uh, different things, and wear wear different outfits when you take photos. I think that's. One of the mistakes yeah. that I get people do is they'll take the same photo with the same outfit, and it, when you're putting it in the website, it just it, it doesn't it doesn't give it more variety, right? So have professional photos, um, and then I would say the another thing to have is is you know if you have any blog content or if you're a podcaster, have just a few ready to go, so that way we can integrate it into your initial design. And then so you can see it like, oh, wow, this is what my content will look like. These are what my podcast pages will look like or my blog will look like. So um, yeah, so I, I would start with those to work with. And, and trust me, your your web designer or whoever you're working with will be so thankful that you have all of those things ready to go. Well, we love our gold stars in the bombshell world. So we'll, we'll do that. You know, and another thing that I get... Um, my my bombshells to do is I have them create a secret um, Pinterest board so nobody sees what they're working on. It's they just share it with me, but they will pin other websites that they like, and I'm I'm very careful to tell them like you do not want to copy another website. You want your website to be yours. But if you can speak with a designer about I like this because of this, maybe maybe you don't want the same colors or even the same structure of the website, but it might be how the website feels to you and how you respond to that website that um, I think helps people who maybe aren't as good talking with about design or anything technical. They they can have conversations about how it makes them feel and, and hopefully shine a little light um, that you can interpret, um, given that that's your world. Oh, man, that's such a huge help. I, um, that was one of the things that really made working with you really a lot easier, too, was you had these Pinterest boards that you pinned, like, pictures that you liked. You like you pinned, like, foods that you liked, <laughs> colors, font. Um, those are huge because you can go in so many different directions. I mean, font can change the look and feel of a website completely. Um, color can change the look and feel of a website completely. Um, and, you know, images, all that stuff. So yeah, people can go in so many different directions. So if you can't 
explain it in words, what you're looking for by showing someone an example via Pinterest or just images, that's huge. It's just, it's just like my wife always likes to give an example. It's like, it's like going to a hairstylist yeah. and trying to explain to them like, well, I want the Jennifer Aniston look, but then, you know, but my hair is more like Katy Perry or something like that. But instead, if you go, here's a picture of a hairstyle that I really like, you know, what do you think? Can you make this work? Yeah. And then the hair says, well, okay, I totally get what you're trying to go for now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so your wife's it, so smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because I don't normally use that example, but I hear her when she's talking to clients, that's what she'll say, you know, like, you know, just think of it like you're going to a hairdresser, you know, the, the, so it, it, it works though. People get it. They're like, oh yeah, I totally get it now. So if you can use like Pinterest or, or things like that to kind of like brainstorm your brand, uh-huh. what you're trying to go for as far as your look and feel, that's super, super helpful. Yeah. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus real quick because uh, m- most bombshells are type A driven females. I mean, that is who I attract. So um, they like control. Um, you know, they, they tend to be, um, you know, and it's not from a, it's not from an ugly place, but they're, they've been depended on in all areas of their life. And so it's very, very hard for them to take a step back and actually turn something over. So um, you created my, I guess it was the, I don't know what you call it, but like the draft that I look at before you like make it, you know, a, a real live website. And then I overanalyzed everything. And I sent you this page of, well, what about this? And what about that? And then you were like, um, okay, we need to hop on a call. <laughs> so we got on a phone call and Anthony explained either the psychology or the functional reason. And he explained his decision-making and it, everything that he decided on was brilliant. It made sense. I didn't look at it that way because I had something in my head that I thought it was supposed to be. And when we got off that phone call, I was like, man, that's like, he thought about every little detail. And then and then I had a hang up at some point. I think I, I didn't get you what you needed or whatever. And Anthony just said, um, or I said, okay, well, when can we, when will this launch? Because of course, everybody knows I'm a total driver. So I'm like deadlines, plans and all that. And you you very gently, and I'm going to say it like way harsher, but you're like, well, you're the one that's holding it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> But you did it in a way that was like honest and you managed up with me. And I didn't feel like I just, in that moment, I gained, I respected you before, but I gained even more respect for you because you didn't let me go down a rabbit trail. You kept me on task and you managed the the project and we got it done. And then, and then at the end, I mean, I haven't changed a single thing about it, not a single thing because I just love it so much. So tell me about how you, I mean, what what's going on in your mind on your end when you get somebody that's, I know you wouldn't work with somebody that was like a jerk. Like that's just not, you would never accept that kind of client, but like someone like me who is sincere and I, and I want it to be a great thing, but maybe I get, um, in the way of myself, somebody like that. Um, well, I mean, you, you definitely had this very, um, you you knew what you wanted, which was great because someone who knows what they want, they have very, they have a lot of clarity. Um, and you knew where you wanted your brand to go. But like you said, when we build websites, everything, um, there's, there's a thought process through everything. There's 
you know, we're looking at it from an SEO perspective. Is the page going to load quickly with the amount of content and images is there? Um, we're looking at conversion optimization. I'm throwing some technical stuff, but basically like, you know, if if person, someone looks at this website, are they going to take the right action that you want them to take? Are they going to subscribe to your newsletter? Or are they going to purchase your product? Or are they going to, do you want them to click on this link to fill out a questionnaire? Like, I, we think about all of those things when we're designing your site. And then on top of that, you know, like, is this portraying the message that we want people to get? Um, is this telling the story? You know, is this a easy user navigation experience? Like, there's a lot that comes into play when designing a site. And, you know, what we like to think that we're unique in that sense because we're not just designers, we are marketers too. And we take all of that online marketing strategy into consideration all of our designs. And so, you know, I I do consulting too. I do coaching. And so I'm I I tell my clients working with them is like, we're not just order takers. We're not just gonna go here and you know, you tell me what you want and I just do exactly what you want. Um, we're consultants. We're here to advise you to help you understand, you know, there's certain strategies are the reasons why we do what we do. And so, you know, by, you know, jumping on a consultation call with you and it just explains to you, hey, Amber, you know, like, here's the reason why we we did this on the homepage. And here's why we laid out the site on the about page like this. And I think when when we do come into a crossroad with a client that, you know, is just trying to under, seek to understand yeah. uh, or get clarification. I think when we go through that process and we explain to them, like you said, they feel more confident and comfortable. Like, okay, they know what they're talking about. There's a reason why they're doing this. It makes sense. So yeah, let's let's go for it. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's I think you were very open to that feedback and, and you trusted us. And so I, I really appreciate that. And you know, we we like I said, we really work to vet out our clients before we work with them. Just make sure that they're kind of people that are um, willing to you know accept feedback and willing to you know let us run with it. I mean, yeah, we we definitely take the their what they want and their wish list and everything, but we tr- we like to work together with people and mm-hmm. you know figure out you know what's that happy blend. Get them what they want, but then but then make sure that the website works for them. You know, yeah. I don't I don't just. If, if, if I get a client that says, I definitely want this, and I'm like, gosh, well, I know you want that, but it doesn't make sense or it doesn't convert well or whatever the it goes against the marketing strategy, I will advise them. I'll say, hey, you know what? I understand where you're trying to go with this, but if you're asking for my professional opinion, I'm going to tell you this, and this is what I would recommend. It, but if you're super adamant about going that way, I will do it for you because you are the client, and at the end of the day, it's your website and, and you, however you want to do it. And but then I'll give them a choice. Yeah, I was like, you could either go this way, which is the reason why I think you should go this way, or B, we could go down this road. And you know, this is if you're super adamant, then we'll do it. But um, you know, nine times out of ten, they, you know, luckily, you know, they 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 take my advice as consideration. They'll be like, you know what, you're right. Let's go with what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I teach that in my boot camp because when we talk about expanding your team without having to hire anybody, we talk about vendor relationships and having, um, you know, a, a mutual understanding and respect and working with people. And when when you are a real driven type A female, you're so accustomed to just dictating and. My encouragement is to find people who are educators like you, who are going to teach you how to work with them so that you don't have to have that 
in your backpack with with everything else, with your payroll and your kids and their activities and your marriage and your house and taxes that are coming up. Like you don't need another brick in that in that backpack. So if you can find people like you where you can work together and then let go and then step back up when it's time for you to make decisions again, that's a game changer just for any business owner. It does it just doesn't have to be as hard as I think some people make it out to be only because they don't find the right type of people to work with. So we've talked a lot about what you can expect working with a good web designer because again, I want to emphasize <laughs> this is not the always experience. You have to find somebody. And whether that's marketing access pass or somebody, don't just go with the person that your brother knows. You know, that's you really need to understand um, what it is that they offer and how they work with you and what is included in the price and what is the project um, timeline and you need to know what to expect. But let's talk real quick about what should you not expect a web designer to do? Well, a web designer, I guess sometimes people come to us and they'll like, what should I do with my business? And Mm. I can advise people on where they currently are in their business or how they should lay out their website, but I don't necessarily feel comfortable giving them direct business advice, like who should who should my target market be, or who you know, like what product should I sell? I mean, that's that's a business decision that I think, as the owner of the business, as a bombshell or the CEO or the founder, you got to be able to make that decision. And and sometimes I'll, I mean, I can give advice and tell them what I want to go, but. Um, but I don't feel like that's ownership on the person. Like they have to feel confident on what they're trying to produce, um, and and live with those issues. Because you know, when it comes to that type of business decision, I would, I might not have the right answer, and I want them to be able to, to you know, know that for themselves. So I would say yes. So we're we're not gonna you know tell you how to run your business. Um, we would can give you some advice when it comes to marketing. So that I think that would be one mistake. Um, and the other thing is, I would say is the old saying, you get what you pay for, huh. is huge. Because you know I'll get people and I'll give a proposal. And I feel like our prices are, are very reasonable in, very. in comparison to what's out there. But you know some people will still do price shopping. And I, I get it. You know, like If you're working on a budget, I totally get it. But here's the thing. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've talked to someone and consulted with them. And then they decided to go somewhere else because of price. And they're like, and then a couple months later, they'll come back and be like, oh my gosh, I'm working with this new person. I went cheaper and it's been a nightmare experience. Can you help me? Can you fix what they did? Or B, you know, can you just reduce, you know, can you work with me now because I made a mistake? And now I end up, they end up spending more money and wasting a lot of time because they try to go cheaper and they end up getting something they didn't like. So, you know, whoever you work with, you know, if they're charging premium prices, there might be a reason why they do it because of a maybe their experience. Um, what what else do they bring to the table? Um, and you know, and, and like I said, you know, if you can work with some of the less expensive designers, but they might just be order takers. Mm-hmm. Like they're just completely waiting for you to tell them like you want this, 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 and this, and they'll do exactly as you tell you as you tell them, but. You know, kind of like Amber said, like sometimes you, you want people to 
to give you your their expert opinion because they they you know for us we look at websites all day and we're constantly keeping up with the trends what's the latest trends you know mobile responsiveness what's going on with Google you know like all these other things that come into play um, you, you want people that are going to be able, be on the you know top of their game that are constantly giving you things that are the most you know web 5.0 trends that are going on yeah, and I'm no web expert, but sometimes I'll go to people's websites, um, and and it's just very clear to me with my with my knowledge of what a website should do functionally that the person that they hired to do it um, is not staying up on what's going on with SEO. Um, they don't even utilize like. Um, I won't get into all the terms, but the, the, kind of just the back end stuff that is is behind a website that a, a client shouldn't be worrying about. Like that should all be filled out and everything by by the designer, at least in my opinion, based on you know the people I've worked with. Um, and and there's just a lot of missed opportunity, and that's frustrating for me because then you have to say uh, maybe you maybe you want to have somebody else look at oh, but that's my. You know, that's I went to high school with that person, or you know, or they've just taken a, a template and they're like, okay, this is where the picture's supposed to go. That's where your picture's going to go, and they don't have any thought process into the bigger picture, or the why of the website, or what they want people to do once they get to the website. Um, so the, the the other thing too, let me ask you about real quick on what to not expect a web designer to do. Do people ever want you to write um, like their about page or? just create the content that like the body copy, is that something that somebody should expect? I mean, I know that there are designers out there that may offer content writing as a service and be the outsourcer or do themselves. And yeah, I guess that's okay. I mean, it's something we don't personally do because we feel like, you know, there's no better person that can portray your business or personality of your business or yourself than you. Yeah. You know, uh, and I think that's one of the things that people need to definitely understand and accept is when you're writing copy for your site, you're writing about writing to that particular person, target market that you're trying to cater to, or you're talking about yourself and your personal brand, and it doesn't have to be perfect grammar, proper English, or you know. Spelling and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, you want to have spelling, but you can add some personality into it. And this is what I'm trying to say is definitely add some personality that will connect with your audience. And so there's no better person to write it than than you or your, or your business partner um, because you, you know your business better than anybody else. You know your audience better than anybody else. And there's nobody else that could, could say it how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that's cool about Amber's site is you get her personality from reading you know, her content. And you get a deeper connection that way. If I were to write it, it I won't. I won't sound like Amber. <laughs> you know. So yeah. So yeah. So um, that's. I think it is important whether, um, no matter what, that you find your voice. I mean, even if it's, even if it's not for the webinar. I mean, for your marketing material, what's the voice of your company? Or if you're like me and you have a personal brand, just write like you talk. Write like you talk, and then everybody will understand who you are. And like Jenny Burton, for example, um, she's a, a bombshell and a, a nutrition coach, um, or a wellness coach rather. 
and she writes like she talks. And sometimes she says ain't, and sometimes she throws things in there. And Jenny's an educated, very professional woman. But when you talk with her in person, she is fun. Like you just have to love her. And she writes that way too. So I would encourage you just to back up what Anthony said to not get all hung up on, does this sound professional? If you're not corporate, then don't be corporate. Like the end. Um, so let's see here. What else, is there anything else that if somebody was agonizing over their website or maybe they haven't even launched their business yet and they're getting started with looking for a website designer, um, what what final words of wisdom would you like to share um, with these fabulous bombshells listening in today? Uh, I, would say, I would say, you know, get started. It's a lot of fun. Um, building an online business is a lot of fun. And, you know, things can evolve and it's okay if you evolve. Um, I can tell you that my business has evolved through time. Uh, lots of my clients, you know, they started with a certain style of business and and then eventually it evolves and that's okay. So, you know, don't feel like you have to have all the right answers um, when you first start. I think it's better to launch uh, than to not launch and agonize over perfection. Um, just launch and then, you know, as things go, as you, as you grow, your business grows, uh, you can always change it up. But uh, the worst thing you can do is just continue to to beat yourself up and then never launch anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I can attest to that for sure. Very sage advice. So um, we are going to put on um, amberhurdle.com forward slash podcasts with an S. Um, You'll just look for episode number 15 and you can find every way to um, get a hold of Marketing Access Pass. Um, it's marketingaccesspass.com. And then we will also have all of their social links. So Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, you know, he's a good person to follow because he is, uh, whether you're ready to or not, I would encourage you to get on his email list or just stay connected because you will learn a lot. And when you are ready to pull the trigger, you, um, you'll just it'll be a much easier process. And you certainly want to keep him top of mind if you are thinking about um, creating or um, doing like what I did and improving upon your website or just completely redoing it like I did. Um, So Anthony, thank you so much for slowing down. I know you're super busy and being on the show. Absolutely. It's been a real honor, Amber. I'm just so happy for you. And uh, thank you for... uh we're always, you know, being great supporter in, in our business as well. Absolutely. All right, bombshells. I do expect to see you over at amberhurdle.com. Um, give Anthony some love in the comments, or if you are like so many of you are, I know you like to email me behind the scenes. It's amber at amberhurdle.com. I do try to answer every single email that I get. Or you can show a little love by going over to iTunes and giving a five-star, if you find it worthy, rating and review. And that just helps us share this information with more bombshells just like you so that you can have an irresistible business and feel bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident every single day. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, Bombshell.